Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for women who want to elevate their health, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, corporate girl turned full-time online health and lifestyle entrepreneur. Join me every week for a high vibe conversation that will inspire you to live your best, healthiest, and most high vibe life. Are you ready? Let's go. Beautiful humans, happy January 2021. I know this isn't the new year. I know I had a new year episode seven days ago, but I still feel like for me, it's like the new year. Like this is our first week of 2021. It's off to definitely a crazy start, but I wanted to come in here and share with you all everything that I'm doing in January 2021 and share with you some resources to help you really, really like get clear and centered because I know we just did all the school setting and planning and reverse engineering of our goals and the vision and all of that stuff. But in all reality, sometimes you got to make room for that stuff. You got to make room for that vision, for those goals, for those to do's. And it's really hard to do when you got a bunch of crap and clutter all over physically, digitally, and it just takes up that capacity in that space. So let's make room and let's use the month of January to make room for all of the new, all of the good stuff, all of the big stuff, the vision, the goals, all of that. And I want to share with you all everything that I'm doing. Literally, I'm going to lay it out for you. And then I'm also going to link like all of the resources, the show notes, everything, everything in the show notes, the podcast episodes, the documentaries, legit everything that you need so you don't have to go anywhere else to get all this information. So I recently invested in a program. It's called the Ritual Reboot. And I actually heard it from a podcast episode. The podcast is called Payday with Ray Ray. Love her. Love the podcast. It's amazing. Definitely recommend, especially if you're an entrepreneur or an online coach or interested in highly recommend. She's amazing. And she has so many amazing just podcast episodes and value. Same with her Instagram, Rachel Bell. So if you ever do listen to this, Ray Ray, I love you. (laughs) Shouting that out. I'm manifesting that right now. But anyways, so I was listening to her podcast and it was about dopamine detox. And those of you that listen to this podcast know that I recently did an Instagram detox And this is kind of like an Instagram detox, at least from my understanding on steroids, it's a dopamine detox. So it's really looking at all of the things that you have unhealthy dopamine relationships with, whether it's social media, whether it's Netflix, whether it's like alcohol or smoking or let's see, sugar and caffeine and coffee and all these things that you might have an unhealthy dopamine relationship with. And it's, you know, it's causing problems. And I listened to that podcast episode and I was like, damn, like for sure, that's me. And it wasn't everything. Everyone is different, right? Everyone has different relationships with different things, right? And so for me, I identified my unhealthy dopamine relationship with Instagram, with coffee, And I don't even feel like I need caffeine. I just love coffee. But yeah, coffee and sugar for me were the three things where I'm like, these are areas that I know I would feel a million times better if I were able to really feel like I had a healthier relationship with these areas of my life. And I could like clean up those areas and make it more healthier and less toxic because 
you know, it just for health reasons, for energy reasons, for productivity, for all of these things, I was like, I, I really want to feel like I have a better relationship with these areas. And so I invested in his program and I started going through, it's called the ritual reboot. Like I said, I'm going to link the podcast episode. I'll link the landing page to the site in the show notes. So you guys can go check it out yourself. I haven't even officially started the dopamine detox, which is what it's called. I'm just in the prep work right now. And it's already amazing. It's already like worth it. So I'm sharing with you guys kind of one of the steps that I'm still going through. It's taken me like a week, honestly. I'm on day three of this prep work and it's just this one video and it's about really creating a winning environment. And it's like decluttering all of your digital stuff. And it's taking me a while. So I'm going to go through the steps and the things that I'm decluttering and the, some of the stuff mentioned in there. And I invite you to pick some days, maybe, maybe one item a day you pick to clean out because sometimes it can be overwhelming to try and go through and declutter all of this. I started to, and I, I made some progress and then it got real bad. So I want to share with you exactly what I'm doing. So the first thing is with your social medias. He talks about muting and snoozing people on Facebook and same with your Instagram. You don't necessarily have to go and follow them, but just go through your newsfeed and realize the people that, you know, maybe are causing comparison. They're making you not feel so good, or you are constantly like obsessing with what's going on, what's their update in their life and all of these things or brands that you're constantly needlessly buying from you know, you know, the ones that get you triggered and you're not necessarily getting any real, real life-changing value, but it's, it's triggering something else in your life. So these could be people that, you know, just maybe don't make you feel so great about your life. You know, maybe you're comparing yourself to them. I want you to go to their social medias and I want you to mute them. Okay. You don't have to unfollow them, you know, but just mute them and you can unmute them at the end of this detox, or you can maybe never unmute them again, like, and just check in on them when you want to check in on them, but muting them so they don't pop up in your timeline. And they're not just constantly like reminding you of the feeling of like lack or comparison or whatever the triggering emotion is. And you'll be amazed at how much less like triggering scrolling through the newsfeed is, which hopefully this is something that we're going to get rid of is scrolling through the newsfeed. Um, but it's a lot less triggering when you're not triggered by certain people. And it's not necessarily because they're bad people. It's just, they might bring up your own insecurities. And, and right now, while we're doing this, you know, detox, you want to clean that out, right? You don't want to put it at the forefront where they're the first ones popping up in your newsfeed all the time. Okay. So mute and snooze the people on Facebook or Instagram that you find are triggering you. You find yourself comparing, comparing yourself to them or, they're highlighting your insecurities. And like I said, you can always go and check in on them, but it doesn't need to be the first thing that you see when you open up the app. The next thing is email cleanup. This was insane to me, you guys. So if you go to unroll.me, and I will link that in the show notes as well, but you go to unroll.me, you can type in your email and see everything that you're subscribed to. <laughs> Yo just go through and do that and just clean out the subscriptions. Like you won't even remember half of this stuff. I think I had over 400 something subscriptions. And I remember like, I don't subscribe to a lot of stuff, but I just ended up on so many email lists. And I was like, what, what am I doing here? Like, who are these people? I don't even remember subscribing to this. So go unsubscribe. And then the second thing that might be 
another day. For me, it's definitely another day as actually going through and getting the email inbox to zero or like keeping the important stuff, organizing the folders. And I know for me, like I let my email get up to like over a thousand and then my other email is close to a thousand. So both my emails are close to a thousand. And I know that there's important emails that are getting lost. And that is something for another day, but that is something that I'm scheduling in this month that one day I'm going to go through one email, literally the entire day, I'm just going to go through and delete everything that is just trash and promotion and spam. And because when you look at that number, it can be overwhelming and it can be triggering. So get it out of there. You know, there's nothing more rewarding than seeing like zero, you know, so go through your email, unenroll and any of the subscriptions at unroll.me and then clean your email out. Get it, get that unread email number to zero. I've done it before. And I started two years ago, my emails were at zero. And over the last two years, they went up to almost a thousand. So that is something that I know has just been a trigger for me and something that I've been putting off that I am scheduling and I'm picking a day in January and I'm putting it on the calendar. So email cleanup. And like, that's my day. Okay. <laughs> it's like the email cleanup. Okay. Maybe you do this for an hour a day or 30 minutes, 30 minutes a day. You say, hey, 30 minutes a day, I'm going to go through my email and I'm just going to clean it up from the set time of 30 minutes. I'm going to go through as much as I can. You'll probably be done with it. Or you might spend another 30 minutes because you're like, oh, this feels good. But do that. Trust me. It's going to help so much. The next thing is desktop cleanup. So we have muting, smoozing people on social media your Instagram, your Facebook, the email cleanup is number two. Number three is your desktop cleanup. So go through all of your folders. I was very impressed because I've been keeping my desktop pretty organized because I don't have a lot of space. I don't know why I don't have a lot of space, but I don't have a lot of space and open storage on my desktop. So that was pretty easy for me to do because it's already pretty well organized. Like, I mean, like my desktop is good. It's good. So I went through and I just like tidied some more things up, created some extra folders, deleted the things that I'm done with. And I went through and did that, but just decluttering your desktop can be so like rewarding. Okay. That's number three. Number four, if this applies to you, but any of your shared drives. So like the cloud, for instance, like a Google drive, that you have a lot of documents stored. Maybe you have a Dropbox that you have a lot of stuff stored. So separate these files into any type of online storage that you have. And I want you to go through and declutter and clean that out or reorganize it. And like I said, maybe you just set a timer for 30 minutes a day or work on one folder at a time. For me, my Google Drive is like pretty overwhelming. It's where I store everything for my online coaching business. And it looks organized, but when you open up the folders, it's not organized because I would just start to have these big categories and these big folders and I would throw files in there and like there's duplicates and there's stuff that I haven't used in a long time. And yeah, it's just, it's not pretty once you open up each folder. So every day I'm going through each folder because to me, each folder is just like its own beast. So every day I'm just going through each folder in my Google drive and same with my Dropbox, my Dropbox and my photos on my Dropbox have gotten insane. Okay, that is number four is any type of Google Drive, Dropbox, online shared stuff. Number five is, let me go through this list again to make sure we're at the, the numbers. So number one, social media, mute, 
snooze people that are triggering any type of negative emotions in you. Number two is your email cleanup. So the unenrolling, unroll.me, and then cleaning up the actual emails, like deleting, getting that number to zero. Okay. Because once it gets to zero, it feels so good. And then it feels so easy to continue to get it to zero. Number three, the desktop cleanup. Number four, the shared, you know, air drive, whatever you call it, you know, online storage, clean all of those outlets up. And then number five is actually your phone. So all of the photos on your phone, clean that up, organize it. You'd be amazed at how much storage you can open up on your phone if you go through and clean it up. That was something that I actually did on my social media detox as I went through and I have never gone through my phone, my photos on my phone and like cleaned it up with an intentional purpose to get organized and create folders and delete things that were duplicates. And I went through and I did that. And now what I'm doing is at the end of every couple of weeks, either one to two times a month, I'm just going through the whole month. So for instance, I'm going through all of December right now and I'm cleaning up all of December because I cleaned it up in the beginning of December, but I've created a lot of content since then. So I'm going through all of December and I'm going to go clean all of that up. So if you just do it one month at a time, it's easy to maintain once you get to that point. But maybe you do this for 30 minutes a day. Like I said, just schedule it in and don't feel like you need to go through everything all at once, unless you're that type of person. Unless you're like, I want to spend the whole day decluttering this one item. Like I want to go through the whole day, my whole Sunday, cleaning up my email. Awesome. Do you? I think self-awareness is huge. If you're the type of person that's like, I would be so overwhelmed by that. I'm just going to do 15 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day, then just do that. Okay. And just make it a month long project with the intention of being done at the end of the month. Okay. So it doesn't have to get done right away. You can make small progress each and every day. Or like I said, if you're one of those crazy people like me, where I'm kind of psycho, <laughs> you can pick a day for each task and, you know, really focus on that. So that's kind of me. It depends on the area, but I know my phone, I cleaned up in about two days because I was just like, once you start doing it, you're almost like, you feel like you need to finish it. At least that's me. I'm crazy. So you don't need to be crazy. Okay. So those are the things that I'm cleaning up digitally. Now that alone will make a huge difference in your life. Like cleaning up the digital stuff. I know a lot of people, especially right now are talking about cleaning up physical space, which is so important. And I'm going to talk about, but I don't hear a lot of people talking about like the digital clutter because, but you're on it all of the time. You're on your laptops, you're on your phone, you're on your computer all of the time. And if that's cluttered, it's still wreaking havoc on your brain. It's still not being able to make room and make space for the big goals, big vision, big dreams, and everything that you want to accomplish because you open up your laptop or you open up your email and you're super overwhelmed by all of the junk in there, right? So it's the same concept of if you have a room or a home that's filled with physical clutter and you feel overwhelmed and you feel like there's just like so many things and you can't focus, it's the same thing digitally because you spend so much time on your laptop, in your inbox, all of these things, right? So cleaning that up is huge. <clears throat> now, let's talk about the physical cleanup. There's two inspirations for this and something that I am focusing on as well. So if you have not watched the Minimalism documentary, it's from The Minimalist. I'm sure you guys have heard of The Minimalist. If you've not seen The Minimalist documentary, 
um, they had a first one that was really good and they just kind of like talked about the concept of minimalism. And then this one, they shared more about their stories and like why they became minimalist. They dived a lot deeper. They dove a lot deeper into their background and their stories. And then they just talked about how to pretty much implement it and some different ways that you can implement it into your life. And one of them was this 30 day challenge, which I really liked because it's very simple. It's very simple and it's very easy. One thing that you can do is you just day one, you pick a day one and you get rid of one thing. And then on day two, you get rid of two things. And then on day three, you get rid of three things. On day four, you get rid of four things. And eventually you're probably just going to get rid of like 10 things a day or realize the things that you don't need. But you go through certain areas of your house and you go through and you declutter and you donate and you get rid of the things that you don't actually need that don't bring you joy. So my favorite method for this actually is not by the minimalist. It's by Marie Kondo. If you do not know who Marie Kondo is, she is the cutest Japanese woman ever. She is so adorable. And she has a docu-series on Netflix that is called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Highly recommend it. Every time you watch Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, you are just inspired to tidy up. And so what she talks about, and this is what I love so much, is that you pick an area of your home and you just do an area of your home. So maybe you do your closet one day, maybe you do your dressers another day, maybe you do your bathroom storage another day, your kitchen cupboards another day. So just like pick a day where you're going to go through stuff. Or if you want to do it an entire day, do that, you know, like make it work in your schedule. Okay. So what you do is you, I definitely recommend watching the documentary, but in short, you if you're going to clean out your closet, let's say you go through and you empty out everything in your closet. You literally just like take it all out. Like that's part of it. She's like, you just empty it out until there's nothing in there. Okay. And that alone might be overwhelming for a lot of you, but you need to do it. Okay. And you go and you empty everything out. And then one by one, you pick up each item and you ask yourself, does this, does this spark joy? Does holding this item, does having this item spark joy? And if it sparks joy, it brings you joy. You know, don't think about, do I need this at my next Christmas party? Do I need this for this occasion or this outfit or whatever? I mean, I think those are things to be mindful of, yes. But does it spark joy? Do these items hold value in your life? Is essentially what she's talking about. And if they don't bring you joy or add value to your life, then donate them. Get rid of them. And that, that alone is amazing. So I definitely recommend that documentary tidying up with Marie Kondo as you're going through this less is more challenge. And because I feel like sometimes it just might be so much easier to have that method and that ideology and approach in place when you're decluttering, when you're getting rid of all of your, all the stuff in your closet and your kitchen and your bathroom and all of these things to have that mind, like, does this bring me joy? Do these items bring me joy? Do these items make me happy when I hold them? Okay, because sometimes it might be hard. You might have this like logical side, like I need like this knife set or I need these things or whatever, blah, blah, blah. When in reality, you don't. If you haven't used it in a long time, that's another thing that I think of is like, if I have not used this in the last year and, this, and obviously when it comes to clothes, it might be a little bit different because I know people haven't been going out. But in other areas, let's say, look, look in your kitchen. Like if there's something in your kitchen, if there's cups and silverware or whatever plates and dishes that you've literally not used since you moved in or you haven't used them in an entire year, why, why are they there? 
right? What are they doing in your home? Can you donate them? Can you sell them? So that's something to think about as you're going into this new year. Like, what are you going to cleanse yourself? What are you going to get rid of in order to make room for more good, for more opportunities, for more goals? If you want to bring in more of that stuff, you need to make room for it. Okay, so that's the whole concept of this decluttering. It's not just to like declutter because it's trendy. It's not to just get rid of stuff because these this documentary came out and it's like now like the new hot thing. It's to get rid of things because they no longer serve a purpose or provide value in your life. Or maybe they never did. And to make room and make space, right? If you're, could you imagine... Look at, listen to this analogy. I just thought of it. Can you imagine moving into a home with all of your furniture and all of your shit and all of your things and all of your, all of the items that you own moving into a home that is already furnished and you're bringing in all of your furniture, right? Like, no, that's not a thing. You, the people that you're getting the home from empty out the home and they make room and make space for you and your stuff. So that's essentially what we're doing here is we're cleaning out the home that you're moving into and we're bringing in the stuff that we want to bring in, okay? Because you have a lot of stuff in the corner, a lot of stuff in the cobwebs of your closet that you need to look at and you need to clean out. And same with your desktop and your emails and your social media and all of these things. So. I already feel so much better and so much clearer, like lighter, essentially going through and doing this digitally. I haven't even tackled the physical stuff yet, but I am scheduling it on the calendar and making it happen. But the digital stuff to me is more difficult because I feel like I live my life on the computer and I've gone through so many tidying up sessions and minimalist sessions in my home that it's not as difficult for me to get rid of the physical stuff, but organizing, cleaning up, tidying up, my files and my emails and all of that stuff to me is like, whoa. So I recommend picking an area of your life, whether it's just one of the digital items I mentioned or a space in your home, like your closet or your bedroom or whatever, picking an area that causes the most anxiety to you because this is where you're going to start. So what area just brings stress? <laughs> like what area in your life is just making you feel overwhelmed, making you feel stressed out? When you think about it, when you look at it, you just feel overwhelmed and stressed. That is the first thing that I want you to focus on. Because once you do that, it's like knocking over that first domino that might be the most difficult, but it's also the same concept of like eating that frog. You do the hard thing first and then everything else is just so easy. It's just a ripple effect, a compound effect. It's so much easier to do everything else once you tackle like that first initial beast. Okay. So that is your homework. Pick that one area. What's that one area that causes you the most anxiety, the most stress, whether it's in your physical world or your digital world, pick that item, schedule it in. When are you going to do it? When are you going to start taking action towards it and decluttering it and making room for all of the goals and intentions that you set for this year? All right, you guys, I will link everything in the show notes. So you can check it out. You don't have to look any further. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. I love you guys and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit tornishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.